Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roya. Pressed record, away we go. My head is a little bit all over the place lately. It's the type of dizzy, the type of dizziness that makes it difficult for me to focus on one particular task and get it done. It's as if my head is doing the mental equivalent of taking one step in every direction. And when you do that, you don't end up making any progress in any particular direction. You just end up right where you started. So I'm going to try and just blur out everything that's on my mind in 10 minutes or less. And hopefully that will help me to focus a bit more and move forward with where I'm at. So first thing on my mind is the fact that I missed the birthday of this podcast. It has been over a year since I started this Saddest Night Out venture. And I'm just now going to try and find on my PC when I uploaded that first episode. I think it was the 13th of March when I washed the dishes and dishwashing was never the same again. Our survey says, oh, my PC's loading because my PC's very old. So yeah, I missed the the anniversary of starting this podcast, which I'm not too, yep, 13th of March, episode one, an introduction. 15th of March was the Oscars episode. 17th of March, I went for a walk, and it wasn't until the 20th of March, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, the one-day streak, or the daily streak, started up until the 3rd of April, then I missed the 4th and the 5th, and the 6th, and the 7th was when I came back. Yeah, I'm not too fussed about missing the anniversary, I don't know if I would have really done anything to celebrate it, I think I actually just took a break, I was in the middle of a break from podcasts, which is why I missed it, yeah, I had one episode on the 7th of March, the next was on the 22nd of March 2019, so I was taking a break, Ugh, I spent way too much time talking about this than I intended to, it's going to be one of those episodes folks, I'm just going to ramble and hopefully we'll all figure something out at the end of it, I... So I've done the podcast for 365 days, but I do not have 365 episodes to show for it. So what I will aim to do this year, this first year of mine, so on the 7th of March, I recorded episode 133. So out of 365 potential opportunities for an episode, I recorded 133. Let's see if I can beat that number in this next year. So that's that. Secondly... Uh, Drowned in Sound, which is a mu- which was, I guess, is slash was a music website based in the UK, is coming to an end. I, the simplest way to think of it is the British arm to something like Pitchfork or maybe Stereo Gum, a music website that I think started out as a blog and then became something a bit more official, whatever that means. And. I used it mostly for its message board. It had a bit of a community forum going. And on that community forum, I was known as Black Jack Bauer. And on that forum, I came the closest I've ever come to becoming a bit of a meme, if that means anything to anyone listening. Basically, there was one time I tried to post a quote. I think I tried to copy and paste something into a post of mine about this congresswoman who quoted the white stripes in her speech. In, a, in some sort of American political thing I can't really remember, but she ended her speech with, and with that, I yield. Everything else she said in the speech, I put in quote marks, but when I posted, all that would come up is, and with that, I yield. And I posted, I think, five, six times, and it just kept coming up with, and with that, I yield. And it was a bit of a funny thing looking back. I don't know if I could find that page or that post now, 
because they changed their community forum a little bit back in the day, so I haven't been on the website in a while. But RIP Drowned and Sound. It was good to know you while you were around. I think it will still exist on social media pages and things like that. But just www.drowndinsound.com, I think, is no more. On the subject of things coming to an end, I think that's a bit of a signal of a certain trend in music in general. Somewhat reminiscent of my episode with Sydney from Caffrey Studios, which I believe, yep, that was the last episode I posted, 138, where he talked about the realistic downward trajectory of bands needing at least his rehearsal space. We're in a, I feel like there's a bit of a similar period happening with the open mic nights. We started our newest night, Thursday, just gone. I'm recording this Saturday, 6.26. I hope to be out of this house by 7 because there's some things I want to go to. We started our newest open mic, Thursday, just gone, at a place called The Nelsons, which, as it turns out, is about a 10-minute, 15-minute walk from Caffrey Studios. And it was not as well attended as I would have liked it to be. So I had a bit of a long chat with Romeo on my way home, and it was a bit of a black mirror, grey sky type of thinking where I started wondering, are open mics just on their way out in general? On two fronts. One, there's no real guitar hero in quote marks. There's no real rock music idol that is making people want to flock to the music stores and buy instruments and start playing. I think people these days are more inclined to do it all through digital mediums than to actually learn how to play an instrument the old-fashioned way, so to speak. And on the other hand, Maybe once upon a time there was more of a novelty to have some live music in a pub. You'd go to your local for a drink and, oh, there's some live music happening, great. Whereas now I think people are more, oh, I don't really want to hear that. I'd just rather hear some generic dance music or whatever in the background. Some generic classic rock or whatever in the jukebox than have to listen to someone perform. So on both fronts, we're losing, we're, the supply of performers is running thin, perhaps. This is all conjecture. And the supply of audience is running thin as well. People in pubs aren't so keen to have something they don't expect interrupt their normal flow of things. We got to talking, on Romeo and I got to talking on that phone call. We started thinking, if we really think about it, the last, the closest thing to a real rock idol, on in the UK at least, is I guess Ed Sheeran. And that's definitely been evident. I've heard many a cover of Perfect and uh, Castle on the Hill and one of our artists did a really fantastic cover of You Need Me, I Don't Need You. I never was a big fan of Ed Sheeran, but after seeing this particular performer cover that song, I respect for the guy grew because I saw how much goes into that performance. I can just imagine how impactful that must have been for someone seeing that for the first time before you knew who Ed Sheeran was. But Ed Sheeran is a solo artist. He plays... <laughs> it's quite an interesting illustration in the decline in guitar and guitar music and the zeitgeist or whatever. Yes, Ed Sheeran is probably the most recent iteration of a guitar hero, but his guitar is smaller and gets smaller and smaller. It's like a, it feels like it's a mini guitar, but I'm not sure. But it's all about loop pedals and him being the one-man band rather than musicians wanting to get together to do something. Ah, yeah, so just a bit of grey sky thinking there about maybe... We've also... we got to a point where we had an open mic every night but next Tuesday coming Tuesday the 9th will be our last open mic at the Reliance so we'll be back we will be back to six nights a week instead of seven because you won't have anything on Tuesdays we will hopefully have two nights on Mondays in Nice Bar and Thornhill Arms we'll hopefully have two nights on Wednesdays 
what is it called? Littleton Arms and Ruby's in Dalston. But Tuesdays will be a bit of a gap. So we've still got more nights than we've had before. It's still been a long time since Romeo has had to host a night himself. But I've got this fear that maybe open mics are on their way up. Maybe it was just a bad week. Maybe it was just a bad night. Hopefully that's the case. But ultimately time will tell. On my way home from last night's open mic at the King's Head in Bayswater, my headphones broke. Well, on the way there, they were, I had the hint that they were on their way out. You know when your left ear starts getting a bit crackly now and then, unless you twist the plug for your headphones a certain way. So I knew the signs were there, but it got to a point where I have an iPhone, I'd be listening to music on Spotify, and the button on the earphones that come with an iPhone, there's a button that lets you pause the music and play the music when you just tap it. If you hold the button down, it activates Siri, so you can ask a question, like say, call this person, or what is the time? Without pressing the button, my headphones would act as if I was pressing it, so it would keep pausing and starting the music randomly, keep dialing up Siri randomly, Siri, by the way, is a digital assistant. I think everyone listening to this should know who Siri is, but just in case. So my headphones broke on the way home. There's nothing worse than having a long commute. There's nothing worse. A lo- the only thing that makes a long commute worse is when your headphones break and you have nothing to listen to, when you're used to having something to listen to on the journey. I am once again re-re-re-re-reading Meet Me in the Bathroom, the fantastic book about the New York music scene in the 2000s by Lizzie Goodman, so I still had some sort of entertainment, but it just sucked that I now have to hold my phone to my ear like a pilgrim, instead of having something plugged in so I can talk to someone hands-free. What else is on my mind? Oh, I feel as though I should really consider joining the Musicians' Union so I can get use the free services they provide for musicians. Unfortunately, this week coming, won't I won't have a rehearsal with all, all four members of my band, the drummer can do up to a certain time and the guitarist can only do from a certain time so there's not quite enough of an overlap so on Monday I'll hopefully rehearse with the bassist and guitarist on Tuesday with the drummer and bassist and we'll just see how it goes hopefully the week after maybe we can do something but time will tell the Romeo uh, clued me into a new potential rehearsal space it looks like it's a space that can be used for rehearsals and a whole bunch of bands or artists use it and there's a space for another group, another band to join that group and join the rota of using the space that's just mutually shared. So I want to check that out. I, at the moment, the most... I just had a mini rehearsal today playing along to the backing track, which is something I've done on this podcast before. In fact, one of my most popular episodes is... Is it like Recording 01 or something? Episode 80, episode 81, I think, Recording 01. Or it's basically an episode where I had an idea for a song inspired by a song by Interpol called The Rover. And that's one of my most listened to episodes. I think because I recorded that around the time Interpol were releasing a new album. So people might con- uh, think the two are related and thus give me a listen. But... I had a rehearsal today just in my room by myself playing along to a backing track. I'm using this MP3 player which proves a little bit unreliable. I think what I need to do is use my phone as the MP3 player and maybe purchase some sort of digital dictaphone because right now I'm using my phone to record the rehearsals and using this cheap MP3 player to play the backing tracks. I think I need to reverse those roles, use my phone to play the backing tracks, use a cheap dictaphone to record the rehearsals for later analysis. I told you there's a lot on my mind that's just circling around and making everything a bit staticky and hard to 
to focus on, hard to pick one thing to focus on. So much for the 10 minute limit. This might go on a while, hopefully not too long, because I do want to leave tonight. That place, we just started a new open mic, the Nelsons, the person that runs the place is having a birthday party and he's having a live band there. And I'd like to see what a live band sounds like there because I would like to play a first live show and I wouldn't mind doing so at one of the open mic venues, but it, it's one thing to play open mic venues with acoustic guitars and a wooden drum cajon thing. You bring live drums in and the actual drum kit can just drown out everything and make everything way louder. So this will be a good chance to see what a full band sounds like in a smaller, untraditional space. So I want to go to the Nelsons and then walk north to the venue called Vic the Victoria in Dalston. It's all on the same road, funnily enough, because there's a free gig happening there that I'd like to check out. The band is called Average Sex. I've had a post of theirs on back in... I've moved rooms. I'm in a much smaller room now, but in my previous bedroom, I had my walls were filled with posters from gigs and set lists from gigs I've been to. Average Sex were one of those, and it'll be cool to see them again. I think they just went on went around the time of that previous gig where I got that poster they went on tour I want to stay with the charlatans but I might be mistaken but it'll be cool to see them again at the Victoria this new venue at the Nelsons it's about a 10 minute walk from Caffrey Studios where I rehearse it's maybe a 15 minute walk from Seabright Arms maybe a 15 minute walk from the Reliance and a little bit further from Caffrey Studios is our new our next new venue for open mics which is Ruby's which is about a 10 minute walk from Shacklewell Arms it's all starting to blur together once again. I spend way too much time on Google Maps just pouring over how close everything is becoming. Oh, I'm really just blurring everything out in this episode, aren't I? So, where was I? Yeah. Nope. Lost it. So, I've got plans for tonight, so I can't leave too late. It's now half past six. By seven, I like to leave the house. Because normally when I do episodes, I walk around a lot at night. Walk around from venue to venue. I did it. I left the house at 8. I arrived at 9. It was already very late and dark. And just safety-wise, it's probably not the best idea. We're getting into spring, so it's getting darker later. But still, I don't want to arrive at places at half 9 and just be too late to really see anything. In fact, talking to my dad, who I maintain is the number one fan of this podcast. Although, thank you very much to Buckley and Delilah Black for being on the podcast. They were at that Thursday open mic, and they were both very complimentary about the podcast and asked me about my band and what's going on with that because they heard me mention it on their episode and other episodes, which I was really, I really appreciated them taking an interest in what I'm doing as well on the podcast. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, talking to my dad, and I was like, as a parent, I feel a bit nervous about... I, he followed on Google Maps where I walk from venue to venue. He said, East London, late at night, all the stabbings happening in London lately. Maybe not the best idea. I said, it's getting to spring, so it won't be so dark later. It's not getting... It's getting darker much later, so hopefully I'll be walking around in daylight. And hopefully I won't leave my place so late in the future, so I won't be walking around so late again. Why they bring up? Yeah. Some other advice that my dad gave. So remember the episode when I went... I hope I'm not talking too fast on this podcast, by the way. I tend to listen to podcasts on iTunes and I, or on Spotify, actually. And I play them at double the speed. I sometimes worry that I speak at such a speed normally that if you played it at double the speed, you would just be unintelligible. So apologies for that. The episode where I went to Blondie's and spoke to Solution outside of the Blondie's venue. She said she's from Sudan and I just said, ah, Nubian, Nubian. My dad made me aware of the fact that that could have been a bit of an insult if Solution isn't of Nubian descent. It's The way I think of it, it's a bit like if someone said, tells you they are Muslim and you say, oh, Sunni, when they are actually Shiite. It's that type of blunder, which, and that's putting it lightly. I think it was potentially a very offensive thing to say, but my dad was saying he, he thinks he could tell that she 
let it go because she could see I was completely clueless. I didn't really mean any insult by it. But I, I think I, at the very least, I owe her the question of whether or not I did insult her, whether I was horribly mistaken. And if so, I definitely owe her an apology. And I appreciate my dad highlighting that fact to me. One of the many, many things that's got me in a bit of a... Mentally. The last thing is I am trying to narrow down which songs I would want to do as the first set list with um, my newly assembled band, hoping we get to the point where we actually play a show together. Because a lot of the... I mentioned earlier how in my previous bedroom I had my walls filled with set lists from shows I've been to. They would typically have seven or eight songs. And these are set lists of support bands, and mostly free shows, bands who are at the level I would be at entering the live music scene. Speaking of, I really need to start getting in touch with venues and just really hammering to try and get somewhere to play towards the end of May. So my band has something to work towards instead of dangerously hovering around, just forever floundering about, oh yeah, maybe we'll rehearse, maybe we'll play and pushing it off and off. I want to make things happen. I really want things to get to the point where all I'm doing is playing live, where I'm hardly at home. I'm just out there playing. That's what I want to do, speaking it into existence, as my parents would say. On that note, Fontaine's DC, I've mentioned them before. They are, new, they are a new band that I'm still kicking myself. I didn't stick around to watch their whole set at Birthdays. Birthdays was a venue in Dalston. The operative word there being was RIP to the venue Birthdays, which I think is now a brew dog pub. I don't think it's a live music space anymore. But Fontaine's DC are at that stage. Their, new, their debut album comes out next Friday the 15th. It's called Mongol. They've played a lot of shows lately. They were at South by Southwest in March. I think they played nine shows. And I think they're playing... There's a, I think there's a core of about five songs that they play at every show. And another six songs that are sometimes in this set, not in another set. And they mix and match with those. I think Big, Checklist, Reckless and Too Real are played at pretty much... And Hurricane Laughter. I think they're played at pretty much every show they do. But they've got other songs like Roy's Tune, The Lots, Television Screens, uh, Dublin City Sky, I think. That... Something you know they they are played on and off, but they are hitting the live circuit hard right now, which makes sense because they're about to release their debut album. They really want some attention. They want to put their name out there as much as possible. And I think perhaps the most tangible way to do that is to play a bunch of shows. It reminds me, I think I've mentioned this before, when the 1975 were in their early stages. I wasn't too aware of them at the time, but there's this website I like to pour over, similarly to Google Maps, called Setlist.fm. You can type in a band name and. For the most part, it will list as many of their shows as they can. Potentially, it lists all the shows that band has played and the set lists, the list of songs they played at each of those shows. And you can see, I think the I think the 1975 have about 75 pages worth of set lists, whereas the, whereas Fontaine's DC have like 11. But the early pages of 1975, they played so many shows, and a lot of those shows. This was maybe around the time or before the debut album. So you've got songs like Sex, Chocolate, Girls, Settle Down, The City, that are played over and over and over again. Because maybe like every other night they play the show. That's the point I want to get to by the time of my birthday, just playing lots of shows. So I'm thinking, what show, what songs should I teach now to get to playing live as quickly as possible? And then which songs should I introduce later that might take a little longer to learn? that we should introduce later on, but which ones would be most effective for early shows and which ones should I take out as we play for longer and which ones should I introduce as we get bigger stages, etc. 
and thinking of things that are nowhere near happening right now. And this is a classic conundrum I fall into. You get so carried away with thinking of things six months that won't happen maybe until like six, seven, eight months down the line that you don't put any work towards what needs to get done now. It's all well and good thinking about what songs should I play for the first shows and then the next shows after that when we start, if we got to the point of touring internationally, which songs should I then introduce then, etc. What I should focus on is picking a handful of songs for right now and getting those songs taught to the band just getting to the point where we can play a set list together flawlessly and convincingly then take the next step towards where we'll play what new songs etc which songs we leave off which new songs we bring in but i'm getting so bogged down in what might happen what might happen down the road that i'm not putting any work towards what is happening now and I think that's everything that was on my mind. Headphones broken, MPC play unreliable, setting up set list, musicians union. I should also join PRS. I should really start just registering my songs. Etc. End of open mics, not playing as a foursome this week. New rehearsal space, Fontaine's DC, the 1975 early set list. Nubian, goodbye drowned in sound, missed podcast birthday. These are the notes I wrote down to try and just bullet point all the things that are going on in my head the sooner I can do that the better I can clear the cloud the mist the static in my mind and start taking a step in a particular direction instead of taking 20 steps in 20 directions and ending up nowhere that 10 minute limit I wanted has turned into 21 minutes and 36 seconds so I think I've got everything off my chest but that will do for now thank if you listen to this thank you very much because I really I think I set a new speed record for how fast I talk on this thing. Just getting everything out and trying to get it off my chest, off my shoulders so I can release the weight a little bit and get back to focusing on one thing at a time. <sighs> Tonight I'm hoping to go to two events, the Nelsons and then the Victoria. I might hit up Sean, who lives kind of in the area, see if he's free. It's Saturday night, he's a young, hip dude as the kids say so there's a good chance he won't be available which is no harm no foul but there's no harm in asking maybe i'll get him on the podcast i'd like to get ben from the nelsons on the podcast but i might be a bit late to do so because it's his birthday he might be a bit deep in the celebrations for that to happen we'll see how it goes yeah this is the part this is the part this is the part where i will call it a day thank you for listening maybe i will be back tomorrow watch this space but in the meantime take care. There, that'll do. That's the podcast. No more rambling. Enough's enough. Let's press stop.